Hi, and welcome to the Think Tank. Each week, we'll have a discussion with an expert in their industry to get the best advice for small and medium business owners in Wales. I'm Chris, and I'm a business consultant for the Think Tank. This week, I'm joined by the Director of Grapevine Event Management, Liz Brooks. Liz and her team ordinarily run some of the largest business award ceremonies in the UK. She'll be chatting with me about the effect that the coronavirus and the subsequent lockdown has had on her company and its events, as well as where social distancing will intersect with award season. Welcome, Liz. So, Liz, your events company runs some of the biggest business-related award ceremonies in Wales. Um, by its very nature, an award ceremony is, is social, and so social distancing must be a big consideration for you going forward. Um, are, are you needing to rethink the entire layout of your events for the future? Um, yes, it has been hit quite badly, and uh, social distancing doesn't really lend itself well to um, people getting together and networking and chatting when you've got to keep two metres apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially at an awards ceremony when people want to celebrate and there's lots of hugging and congratulations and all the rest of it. So it is something we're thinking about. Um, obviously, it's still an unknown as to what will happen. Um, but, you know, the research I've been kind of looking into from other events associations around, around the world um, are all kind of saying the same sort of thing because we're all desperate to get back to, to do events. So the, the obvious one will be there'll be less people in a room. Um, you know, all the venues will have to be recalculating their capacities um, in their mm-hmm. ballrooms and event space. Um, simple things like a table of 10 for a banqueting um, function probably won't be a table of 10 anymore. You could be looking more at five or six people. Um, and then also you've got to think about um, kitchens and how food is going to be prepared and whether social distancing can actually be, can happen in an event kitchen. So those are some of the the obvious ones, especially for the events that we hold at City Hall. Um, And then it goes along the lines of what are the things that they'll have to bring in to be able to bring a group of people together. So um, thermal scanning, will we all have to have a temperature check before we go into a venue? Uh Um, And that could be on requirement from the venue or the event organiser once we know where the liability lies as well. Um, I'm sure there'll be some kind of health declaration we'll have to sign. Um, and apparently it's the end of the buffet station. No more buffets. Um, oh. People can't share food anymore. So uh, <laughs> might have shorter events, no more lunch breaks and things like that. So, yeah, it's going to be a strange old world that we're moving into. That's that, that's terrible. I mean, obviously that's going to have an impact on the cost of of things you know i suppose if if events if event especially event venues have to maintain their overheads and uh, and obviously there has to be a, a profit line a, along everything so uh, inevitably costs are going to rise that's that's bound to have an impact on everything really isn't it so yeah absolutely yeah i can definitely see costs going up um you know a lot of a lot of people will hold a conference or a, a day meeting that um you know they would have quite happily sat there on a day delegate rate had a nice buffet lunch. Um, now the likelihood of that happening rare, and if it does happen, it's probably going to be a couple of hours, very condensed. Um, but you're going to be paying a lot more money for that room hire now um, because there won't be the demand for buffets um, and long lunches or anything like that. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be quite strange. I also think with this, um, there's a lot of technology coming out now with 
uh, when you come to an event and you register where there used to be kind of iPads in place that you could just sign your name off. There might be something built into that that you put your hand on the screen and it takes a temperature check for you. Um, so, you know, we're going to be turning people away if they've got a high temperature and things like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there's lots of talk of um, some very strange things coming in, whether they all will or not. I don't know whether they will affect us in Wales or whether they'll just happen in other parts of the world. We don't know. But, um, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> Events aren't going to look the same. No. So, Liz, you encounter hundreds of small and medium-sized Welsh companies every week as part of your job. What um, What's the feeling amongst other business owners right now? Um, I think the general feeling is that we all want to get back to work. Um, we'd like to, you know, see our colleagues again um, and meet people again and network. But we're also all very, very cautious and not quite sure how that's going to happen. Yeah. And, um, you know, the banding round of the new normal, what will that look like? I don't think any of us really know, but we all know we've got to be patient. Um, and, you know, it's, it's harder now, I think, we've got that difference between the nations. Um, so we can see things happening in England. Um, and I suppose in a way we're kind of watching with bated breath to see whether that's going to um cause a spike and we're going to go you know back a few steps or, or what but um there is it, it yeah it's um the general feeling is I think people just want to get back to work but yeah. they're not quite sure how we're going to get back to work yeah it's going to be a challenge I mean uh, I mean grapevine has grown significantly um obviously your company um how, how has pausing your business affected you and your team right now Oh, it sucks, really. I miss, <laughs> I miss the girls. I miss my team. <laughs> um, but we're keeping in touch, uh, you know, thank God for Zoom and WhatsApp and all the rest of it. Yeah. So we're all staying connected. Um, but, yeah, it's it, it was a panic at first, you know, I'm not going to lie, when the events industry gets hit, so, you know, everything is shut down. No one ever wants to meet everyone, anyone ever again. It's, it's hard to know how you're going to get out of it. Um, and then there seemed to be this panic of, um, everyone kind of quickly pivoting their business to something else. Um, I haven't taken that track. I've kind of just sat back and, and watched really to see what's going to happen because there's no point in second guessing this virus and mm-hmm. what the government guidelines are going to be. Um, I think now there's a little bit of light at the tunnel. Um, we're still yet to see what shape that's going to be in. But um, yeah, we're, basically for us, we just can't wait to get back to work and, you know, our bread and butter and what we love doing is meeting people at events so yeah. hopefully we can do that again one day soon <laughs> definitely so we recently had first minister mark drakeford on the podcast and he's confident that the um what he says the resilience and the ingenuity of well, the welsh business owner will bring us through and we'll see the the birth of multiple new businesses and that's been echoed by lots of other people on this podcast too i mean does that give confidence to events um that are coming up i mean you what, what types of events do you also do as well? I've mentioned the Cardiff Business Awards, but there's there's lots more. <laughs> yeah, so um, we, we run um, a few award ceremonies uh, Wales-wide. So we've got the Wales Transport Awards, um, which obviously celebrates anyone in the logistics and transport industry mm-hmm. um, throughout Wales. Um, and for them especially, I would say they've been at the front line throughout all, all of this. So, oh, yeah. you know, the award ceremony is planned for October. Fingers crossed we can make that happen in some shape or form. But I think to celebrate what those guys have been doing for us to get our food on the shelves and make sure there is enough toilet roll for everybody and, and all the rest of it, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, that should be a, a great event. And, you know, they deserve that celebration. So 
I suppose it's great that he has that kind of um, confidence that there'll be lots of new Welsh businesses. Yeah. And the one I would say is that award ceremonies are a great way of getting free marketing. Yeah. And you know yourself as Apollo, um, you've won numerous awards. <laughs> um, but by, by entering awards, you know, it doesn't cost you anything to enter. Um, you get the chance to be shortlisted with, you know, some fantastic companies. And then obviously the, the, the award ceremony at the end is the icing on the cake. But it is the, the winning and the marketing that goes with that and the profile raising that you get with the events. So hopefully, even if we can't do a, you know, 400 capacity in City Hall, big glam, black tie affair, yeah. just by taking part in these awards, it still helps you promote your business um, and gets you the kudos that you deserve. Yeah, well, I mean, I suppose you end up as a finalist, if nothing else, you know, and or in, in some respects. So, I mean, that in itself, being a finalist is 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 some fantastic free advertising, if I'm honest, you know, so uh, that pushes yeah. a lot of businesses forward. And it's good yeah. to add to good to add into multiple sort of platforms as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I couldn't rec- <laughs> I couldn't recommend it enough myself. Um, but does that mean? I mean, are we looking at potentially the future being? Um, so sort of, are we going to walk into the? For instance, I take the Cardiff Business Awards. Are we going to walk into that one day and and see one person then a gap and another person then a gap? Or are we going to see a table full of iPads with faces on? Or I mean, it's 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 such a strange one to call at the moment, isn't it? Or is it going to be all on Zoom? I keep on having various dreams of reincarnations of myself being the only one in City Hall. <laughs> um, you know, I've got a nice dress on, but there's, there's no one there. Everyone else is on a Zoom call. So who knows? Um, I'd like to think that at some stage we will get back to all being in one room to be able to celebrate. Whether that happens this year, I'm not, not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the good thing is that everyone seems to love Zoom. Yes. And, you know, if we can make that work and, and make everyone feel included in a celebration, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, we, we will do it that way if we have to. Safety first at the end of the day, isn't it? No one yeah. wants to be ill. So, and that's what it's all about. Exactly. Um, we've got to keep people safe. But I, I do also think that the Welsh businesses are very much where they, everybody gets behind one another. I don't know if it's the same everywhere else, but certainly in Wales. And, and I think it, that if... Uh, things had to change, and I think if, if an, for instance, if an award ceremony needed to be online rather than be in person, um, I don't think it would impact in people's minds whatsoever. I think they'd be thinking, right, well, I still need, I still want to go to this award ceremony in whatever capacity it is, and I think you just make it happen, don't you? I think people just get behind it and think, no, I have to carry on. Yeah, and I, I do think the Welsh are very good at that. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll all get through this together. I certainly don't feel like I'm just you know, by myself with this problem. I, you know, I know several people who run large award ceremonies or large events who mm-hmm. are also going through this and we're all talking to each other and we're all checking in with each other to see what each other's doing so we can help each other. Um, you know, the audiovisual company ClearTech Live that I use, um, you know, keeping in touch with them to see what new um, technology is on the market, what they're coming across, mm-hmm. you know, with their other suppliers and clients. Um, and I think that's really important and it works well for us as a, you know, well-networked company in Wales that we, we've got that capability of finding out what people are doing and people are open and you know letting us know and because obviously the other thing is with, by postponing all the events that we have done um the clashing now is going to be more of an issue yeah. so you know it's only polite that we let people know if we're changing dates and stuff so we don't clash with other major events as we're trying to squash a whole year's event into six months or three months so yeah it's going to be very very complicated I mean, yes. that, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you, actually. If the events industry needs to be entirely sort of, 
I suppose, rethink it. I, I, I don't know a better word for it. In terms, especially of its floor plan and its layout, are, are we likely to see a surge in, I suppose, smaller venues receiving lots more bookings and then larger venues receiving less bookings, potentially? I don't know. What, what, what are your thoughts there? I think it'll be the other way around, actually, Chris. I think if we do go to that stage where we, we are allowed to do events, and obviously there will be a limit on numbers, mm-hmm. um, I think people will go for the larger venue so they can space people out more. Yeah. Um, so something like City Hall with your large um, assembly hall, where you could normally get you know, 450, 500 people in, the capacity might, um, and this isn't anything I've spoken, you know, they don't know yet either, but it yeah. could go down to, say, 200 but they've also got lots of breakout rooms in City Hall. So yeah. you could have different groups in different rooms and link via video. Yeah, um, true. So, you know, that, that's one way of doing it to keep people safe. Yeah. Um, I also think there's going to be a surge in outdoor events. Um, uh, yes. I mean, especially now you look outside into beautiful sunshine. Um, I do think we do have to remember Wales has a lot of rain. <laughs> so if we are planning outdoor events, there is a time frame on it. Um, and it's not always going to be possible. And you do need to think about the, the wet weather um scenario yeah. but i think for now that will be people who are going for larger venues that they can just have smaller numbers in and the outdoor side of things as much as they can mm-hmm. i will say uh, just for anybody who's listening to this that uh, we are recording this on, on potentially the warmest day of the year so far mm-hmm. <laughs> so and i'm in a darkened room but we won't go there um, so, um, sorry, Liz, uh, speaking with um, various business owners over the last few weeks, I'm getting the impression that um, that they aren't enjoying being at home. Are, are you predicting a surge in interest for attendees for uh, for your uh, events as, as we leave lockdown? I think everyone's a bit fed up, aren't they? I'm fed oh, yes. up with my own company. <laughs> I mean, I live with a cat, so, you know, he's not best. <laughs> um, but I think people miss people. We, we yeah. are... You know, we like being around people. Um, we like that interaction. And I think the, the feeling I get is they can't wait to come out, whether that be to a pub, to a restaurant, or to a networking event. Um, mm-hmm. They don't want to go to that next part of the sentence, which is, oh, I don't know how that will work. And actually, do I want to be anywhere too close to people? Yeah. But people like people. Um, so I think we just need to have trust in the venues, trust in the organisers. Um, you know, understand the guidelines of what we can and can't do for our own safety. Um, and I think we will get out there as quickly as we can. I mean, interestingly, I've just read something that um, Disney Shanghai opened um, for bookings and sold out immediately. So that would suggest, I know that's, you know, B2C rather than B2B, but we will recover quickly because yeah. as much as people talk about a new normal, I'm not sure the new normal will last for the next two, three years. I can no. see it lasting for the next six months to a year. Um, but we'll, we will get back to some sort of, there'll be more than 20 people in a large room. I can, you know, that will happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, it'd have to at some point. Liz, with other uh, events companies at the moment, I suppose everybody is sort of feeling the pain. Do you have any advice for, for other events companies who may be going through or who are very likely going through the, the same pains that, that you are at the moment? Um, I think really it's just hold your nerve. Um, it is a it's a trying time, and obviously you know economically it's horrendous. Um, but if we can just keep going and continue to postpone um, events until it's safe to do them again, um, you know follow government government guidelines. But the other thing I would suggest is perhaps keep an open dialogue with your suppliers and the venues. So if you've got anything booked. 
and you're worried about cancelling it, pick up the phone and talk to them because they will help you, um, you know, whether they can advise you to, to postpone or some way of getting out of it without paying too many cancellation charges and stuff. Um, you know, people are, we're all in the same boat. So I've, I find people are trying to help or if they can. Um, and I think that's really important. So um, I do believe events will happen again. Um, definitely. But they will happen again. And if we can just, you know, be brave, mm-hmm. um, it, we will meet again, basically, because that's how it feels right now, doesn't it? <laughs> as lovely as it is seeing everyone over a, a screen, um, that face-to-face interaction will happen. Yeah, it does. I mean, it does get very socially isolating. I suppose I, I had this conversation with with someone a few days ago, and uh, um, even even though you are very well connected, probably more connected, and I probably see more people, you know, um, through Zoom and things like that than what I would normally see um, in a week anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but sp- somehow it feels more isolating at the same time, and it's it's a very strange dynamic there. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's because we're so limited in what we can do for the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm hearing of Zoom fatigue because people are sitting in meetings all day yeah. and they wouldn't do that if they were at work. So I don't really understand that pressure from businesses that people are having to sit in front of a screen all day looking and talking to people. Um, but hopefully, you know, it has, as you say, it, I've certainly had more Zoom calls with friends yeah. than I would normally. We might pick up the phone or normally a WhatsApp text. Yeah. But all of a sudden, we're doing video calls every week. It's like, I've seen you so often now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> but it does feel like you haven't actually seen them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a strange old world. And, and then you've got, you know, the rest of the time where you can go out and have your um, exercise or go to a supermarket. And it's like, oh, what do I fill the rest of the day with? So, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough one. It is a tough one. But thank God we have got likes of Zoom. So we can still check that everyone's hair is still growing. And, yes, yeah. we all need to go to the hairdressers. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if this happened in the early 90s? I think we'd all be a oh, bit stuffed. It would be horrendous, absolutely horrendous. We'd all be the best pen pals, though, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, Liz, I, I obviously know about the, the Cardiff Business Awards, but what type of other business awards do you do? Um, so we have the Wales Transport Awards, um, which takes place on the 9th of October. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the second one in the series. We only started that last year. So um, we're looking for that to grow. And obviously, as I mentioned before, these people in the service, in the transport industry, have um, been at the front line for during for most of this. So definitely need to celebrate. Yeah, 100%. Um, and we've got the Wales STEM Awards, which takes place on the 12th of November. And that was postponed from May. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to, to running that for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I also organised um, Cardiff Business Club. Right. So... Cardiff Business Club um, is a networking association that's been going for over 100 years. Um, it meets once a month um, and there's a speaker and a dinner afterwards. Um, and they obviously um, have been hit by this, so there haven't been any events for a while. But we're just now producing some online events for the club um, that are actually free to attend. Um, and we've got some um, some great speakers. We've got Frank Holmes um, from Cardiff Capital Region, mm-hmm. who is speaking to us on the 1st of June. And you can just go onto the website and log on. Um, it's on a Monday night, because the club is traditionally held on a Monday night, mm-hmm. um, at 6pm, it's only an hour. And uh, Frank will be having a chat about how, obviously, this has affected 
the region and um, answering any questions that you've got all done over Zoom. Um, so we've got three or four of those planned for the summer and then our new season starts in September and we'll have a better idea of whether they'll have to be online events or not by then. Yeah. So. Well, we'll um, we'll put a link to uh, to your website for that um, at the bottom of the podcast, so you can have a look at that there. Um, Great, thank you. Fab. Thank you. Thanks for joining me this week, Liz. Uh, some great insights and advice there for businesses having similar issues. And thank you for joining us this week. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, hit subscribe, and each week's episode will be right there for you to tune in. You can also listen to our podcasts on our website, together with lots more videos and audio from contributors across Wales. Head to our social media pages to find out more. Have a great week.